Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Visit us soon at our new State College location. Hi, Dustin Hawkinsmith here from Penn Live with your four Penn State talking points for Thursday, July 21st. Watch list season rolls on, and Penn State players are a part of that. Just on Thursday, Parker Washington was named to the Blitnikoff Award watch list for the preseason. That goes to the nation's best wide receiver. On Wednesday, Kevon Lee was named to the Doak Walker Award watch list. Uh, that goes to the nation's top running back. Lee made the cut for the award. He's listed as a sophomore right now on Penn State's roster. He had a free COVID year. He was uh, the team's leading rusher in each of the past two seasons. Last year, he ran for 530 yards, two touchdowns, averaged 4.9 yards per carry. Very, very solid performance. Very good runner in his own right. Penn State was, for some reason, reluctant to commit to him as their workhorse running back. They stuck with Noah Kane for a while. You saw John Lovett get involved in the offense. Uh, But eventually, as the year went on, Kevon Lee started to take over and did a pretty good job. Then in the 2022 recruiting class, they signed two highly touted freshmen at the position in Nick Singleton, who was the Gatorade National Player of the Year uh, from Reading, Pennsylvania, and Catron Allen from IMG Academy in Florida. This is a really interesting depth chart in trying to figure out where Kevon Lee fits on it. You have to think to start the year at the very least, he should get consideration as their starter, as the number one option for them. But Nick Singleton in particular has, uh, he arrives with fanfare without a doubt. He arrives with a five-star rating from recruiting services. He also has made uh, waves among his teammates and coaches for the things that he's able to do physically could just be a matter of time before he makes it hard uh, for Penn State to keep him in a reserve role. Um, All expectations are Nick Singleton will burn his redshirt this year. In what capacity he does that, we'll see. Uh, If you think back to Saquon Barkley's uh, freshman season in 2015, uh, he made it pretty clear in training camp that he was Penn State's best running back. But Akeel Lynch was the veteran and started the year um, as the team starter. It wasn't very long, three, four games into the season, that Saquon Barkley made it pretty clear that he was indeed their best running back. I expect a similar situation here. Uh, Maybe at some point along the way, Nick Singleton replaces Kevon Lee as Penn State's top candidate for the Doak Walker Award. Uh, All those guys could have some kind of role here. You've also got Devin Ford, a veteran, and you've got Keziah Holmes, who played in 2020 and he redshirted in 2021. So I, I think all five of those spots on the depth chart are up for grabs in some way or another. Some of the keys to watch, I think, are what role Kevon Lee plays. Does his role grow? Does it shrink? Does it stay the same? At the end of the season, is he satisfied with where that role is? He's satisfied enough to stick around. 
Uh, Nick Singleton, can you contain just how physically talented he is? Um, I think probably not. Will Catron Allen play? Will he burn his red shirt uh, in 2022? Chances are he's going to have to do something pretty impressive to jump over both Devin Ford and Keziah Holmes. But Penn State's got five options. They're going to be looking for who their top three are. You expect Kevon Lee to be among the top three. You expect Nick Singleton to be among the top three. We'll see who else is on that list. But Kevon Lee... Um, has a chance certainly to build off what he's done the past two years, but he's got more competition, I think, than he ever has before. Uh, Jahan Dotson uh, talked about Penn State in 2021, his final season before he was a first-round pick of the Washington Commanders. He also looked ahead to 2022. He talked to Mark Wilgenrich from All Penn State. Um, Dotson had a rosy outlook for Penn State going into 2022. He's got a big belief in Sean Clifford, who was a longtime teammate and a good friend of his. Says he has all the tools to have a career year in his sixth season on campus, fourth season as the team starter. He also believes the team as a whole is well positioned to make a college football playoff run. And that Mitchell Tinsley, who is essentially replacing Jahan Dawson in that wide receiver core, uh, could have a big year for them. He thinks last year, if it weren't for injuries, Penn State would have been in the conversation for the college football playoff as well. They lost P.J. Mustafer in the, uh, the loss to Iowa. They lost Sean Clifford in the game against Iowa. He was hurt. He came back but didn't look to be very close to 100% for much of the rest of the season. Adisa Isaac, the defensive end, Sal Wormley, the offensive lineman, they both missed the season. Hakeem Beeman was unavailable. Those absences did add up. A lot of firepower is left on the sidelines, but seven and six to go to the college football playoff um, seems like kind of a big stretch. Maybe Penn State would have been more of a 10 win type team last year if it remained more healthy than it was. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Have questions? Visit us at cureleaf.com or stop in to see us at any of our locations, including our new state college dispensary located at 1248 South Atherton Street. Let's talk medical marijuana and let our confidence become yours. Another interesting concept from the news headlines uh, on Wednesday was Frank Bodani from the York Daily Record. He looked at the seven players on Penn State's roster who are most key to the team reaching its full potential this year. Um, there were some obvious ones along the way. Sean Clifford, not much happens, uh, not much growth is seen in this Penn State offense if he's not the best version of himself that we've seen. Certainly there's more to go with that. The running game, the offensive line, the balance of the offense, how the playmakers take shape around him. But Sean Clifford, obviously, as a fourth-year starter on paper, that's an advantage that Penn State has over most teams that it will play in terms of his experience at the position. Adisa Isaac being a key to the defensive end rotation, so much natural ability. He's been highly regarded as both a prospect and a recruit, as well as a talented young pass rusher early in his Penn State career. Uh, he was hurt, I believe it was an Achilles injury last year, missed the entire season, uh, is working his way back, 
how good he is really can play a role in how good the Penn State defense, certainly how the pass rush is. Mitchell Tinsley was another name mentioned. His emergence to replace Jahan Dotson, that production, nobody's going to be asked to be Jahan Dotson, but you expect Parker Washington to ascend to that number one wide receiver role, and you expect Mitchell Tinsley to be the number two. Keandre Lambert-Smith is an experienced number three. Pretty good group of wide receivers on that depth chart. Uh, Should be plenty for Sean Clifford to make some things happen for that offense. But I do think a lot has to go right for Penn State to push double-digit wins. They're replacing guys all across the front of the defense. How good can they be in the trenches? They're replacing two linebackers. Their their depth at that position is no sure thing. They lost Jaquan Brisker. They do bring back Jair Brown. They're in pretty good shape at the safety spot. They're replacing Tariq Castro-Fields with Kalen King. The run game has to make some strides on the surface. The talent on the running back depth chart has improved. There's hope that the offensive line can make some strides, but that is imperative for any of this stuff to happen. So, yeah, you have some key Penn State players to making all this happen, but you've got some key areas of the team and the roster that also have to make improvements if Penn State really wants to be a 10-plus win team. Even in the conversation of a Big Ten title, a lot of these things have to go right. And speaking of Mitchell Tinsley, he was named this week a top 10 impact transfer at the wide receiver position by on three. He was number eight on that list. The top one was Jordan Addison, who transferred from Pitt to USC. He was the Bolitnikoff award winner last year. His transfer to USC made a lot of waves because it seemed to be driven by name image likeness money and millions of dollars uh, that he leaves Pitt's program. Uh, His quarterback there, Kenny Pickett, moved on to the NFL. He was a first-round draft pick, so now he goes west. Maybe a better situation. Certainly it seems like more money. But Mitchell Tinsley uh, was number eight for a good reason. Had a big year at Western Kentucky, 1,400-plus yards receiving. I believe 14 touchdowns for them. He comes in uh, to rave reviews through the winter and the spring for his professionalism, the way that he carries himself, leadership, work ethic, all those types of things seem to be in his corner as well in addition to the production. So those rave reviews matter. He just didn't have a lot of fanfare as a high school recruit. Didn't have a lot of didn't have a big name, you know, coming from Western Kentucky. So uh, those things maybe prevent him from going a little higher in these rankings. But certainly when it comes to fit and need, Mitchell Tinsley arrives at a really really good time, and he's a uh, a nice teammate. Uh, for this Penn State offense and that crew of young wide receivers. So all the ingredients are there for a really nice year for Mitchell Tinsley, maybe one of the top 10 wide receiver transfers in the country. Thanks for tuning in to the Blue White Breakdown. As always, be sure to follow along the daily Penn State podcast from Penn Live. Those can be found anywhere podcasts are. Everything else we do is available at PennLive.com slash Penn State football. And we'll see you next time here on the Blue White Breakdown. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Visit us soon at our new State College location.